Live from NPR News, I'm Jack Spear. President Biden has ended negotiations with Senator Shelley Moore Capito on an infrastructure package. As NPR's Barbara Sprunt reports, that shifts the administration's chief domestic priority into a new phase. After weeks of talks, the pair ultimately was at an impasse over how to pay for the bill and its ultimate price tag. The West Virginia Republican said in a statement she was disappointed by Biden's decision to end the negotiations, saying a group of GOP senators had offered a trillion-dollar package to the president. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said while Biden was grateful for their good-faith conversations, he was disappointed that Republicans didn't increase their proposal by a more significant margin. Biden is working with a bipartisan group of senators to find an alternative path to coming up with a compromise plan. Psaki says the talks will continue as Biden embarks on his first foreign trip Wednesday. Barbara Sprint, NPR News. Washington. Researchers at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta say age groups with higher vaccination rates have seen bigger drops in COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths. From member station WABE in Atlanta, Sam Whitehead has more in a new report that highlights the potential impact of getting more people vaccinated across age groups. In a new report, CDC researchers tracked changes in COVID-19 cases, deaths, and hospitalizations over the course of the U.S. vaccine rollout. They found adults over 65, who were generally first in line, saw the largest declines. Researchers say it's a sign of the potential benefits of boosting vaccine coverage across all age groups. Reporter Sam Whitehead. A U.S. Senate committee is poised to vote likely sometime this week on whether President Biden's nominee for the country's next U.S. public lands chief should move forward. NPR's Kirk Sigler reports Republicans grilled Tracy Stone Manning on the administration's controversial freeze on new leases for drilling on public lands. Stone Manning is Biden's pick to lead the Bureau of Land Management, which controls a tenth of all the land in the U.S., She's the state of Montana's former top environmental regulator and was chief of staff for its former Democratic governor. Facing questions from Republicans on whether she'd restrict energy development, Stone Manning pointed to her career of bipartisan dealmaking. If confirmed, I will listen and I will seek to work with anyone willing to help tackle these problems, regardless of party. The Bureau hasn't had a Senate-confirmed director in more than four years, even as public lands have faced an increasing pressure for more drilling and for recreation. Visitation has been way up during the pandemic. Kirk Sigler, NPR News. The nation's trade gap, the difference between what U.S. companies sold abroad and overseas firms shipped to U.S. shores, narrowed in April to $68.9 billion. A mixed close on Wall Street today. The Dow was down 30 points, but the Nasdaq closed up 43 points. The S&P was up a fraction. This is NPR. An international court in The Hague has upheld the conviction of Radko Mladic, the Bosnian Serb general found guilty of committing genocide during the Bosnian War in the 1990s. Matthew Algio reports from Srebrenica, the town where some of the worst atrocities took place. About 50 survivors and relatives of the victims of the Bosnian genocide gathered in an outdoor pavilion at the Srebrenica Memorial Center to watch a live feed of the court's proceedings from The Hague. They listened in silence as the court announced it was rejecting Mladic's appeal of his war crimes conviction. Hassan Hasanovic lost his brother and father in the genocide. We need to finally to start confronting with the past. We need to start re- to reconcile with one another. Um, otherwise, there, there is not going to be any brighter future for, for the future generations. 
It's estimated some 40 of Milotic's accomplices are still living free across the border in Serbia, which refuses to extradite them. For NPR News, I'm Matthew Algio in Sarajevo. The Wisconsin pharmacist who pleaded guilty to intentionally destroying more than 500 doses of COVID-19 vaccine has been sentenced to three years in prison. Stephen Brandenburg entered the plea back in February on two felony counts of attempting to tamper with a consumer product. Brandenburg admitted to removing the doses made by vaccine maker Moderna from a refrigerator at a medical center north of Milwaukee. He admitted to being a conspiracy theorist who says he believes vaccines are a product of the devil. Crude oil futures prices rose 82 cents to settle at 70.05 a barrel. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News.